Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your guide, Josh. And today we're going to Slateport. Mm-hmm. A, a place I forgot to play and go to <laughs> in my game. So That's alright, Slateport is weird. We'll, we'll get to why I think it's a weird city. Okay. In that I don't, I really don't think it is one. Okay. But we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, um, first we do got some news. There's a little bit of news, if you want to talk about it. The uh, game? Which one is it? Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Switch? Pokemon? That's Swish? good. Switch for the Switch? <laughs> I like that a lot. Sword and Switch. Yeah, Pokemon Switch. Yeah, there's a little bit of news. Not a ton, but they did like a trailer and that came with a, some news. So Yeah, I, I don't remember most of it, but I think I can... I can get through it. <laughs> I remember a little bit of it, so we're going to go talk about that right now. Wait! All right, Josh, there was a little bit of news. There was a new trailer, and that came with some, some new facts about uh, Swish. Yeah. And... Nothing but net. Pokemon, nothing but net. Oh. <laughs> yes. Not if you ask the fans, though. Pokemon Touchdown and Pokemon Dunk. That's the next generation. Uh, I have some thunder here. Just a fair warning. Oh, do you? Okay, dope. <laughs> well, you're on a different track now, so I can... Yeah. I can do something about that. Whoa! <laughs> uh, okay, so there's, there's some news, so we're going to do some spoilers. So if you check the time code in the description of this episode, you will see when to jump to so you don't hear any of it. A couple new Pokemon came out. Yeah. The first one is the grossest one, and that's Alcremi. Yeah. Because Alcremi is a shortcake fro frosting. I think it's just like, just made out of frosting, I think. But like its whole deal is that it, it squirts out uh, oh. cream to eat, for you to eat, and then uh, pastry chefs love it. And then if you treat it better, the cream tastes sweeter. Yeah. And so, like, so, like, that's uh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> but technically Poketarian because it's given willfully and you don't eat the Pokemon. Right. So there's that. So what is, what is the Pokemon under all that cream? Uh, it's a, like, you know what, like, a cloister looks like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a cloister <laughs> without a shell. Uh, there's, um... Uh, Casey DeFridas of the Nintendo Voice Chat IGN podcast said that uh, she's like, I'm calling it now. There's going to be an episode of the anime where they are hard up for money, Team Rocket, and so they steal an Alcremie, but they don't treat it right, so all the cream tastes bad. <laughs> so I like that idea a lot. Uh, then there was Roly Coley, who is a coal. It's just, it's, the design of it is a wheelie from Kirby. Uh-huh. My but favorite may, Kirby baddie. But if like if a wheelie had the rock ability. <laughs> so it's like the Kirby 64. Yeah. You just take them both it's and just put them together. It's just a stone wheelie. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's I mean, it's kind of dumb. Apparently, like in the Pokedex or something, it's like, in olden times, every family needed a roly-coly so they didn't freeze to death during the winter. <laughs> so they didn't die. <laughs> so like there's a thing that's a new thing i wonder how uh uh macabre the the pokedex is gonna be this generation <laughs> I don't, it's just gonna straight up every one of them is gonna be like this pokemon either dies or is killed or 
kills other Pokemon. This other Pokemon. Or people sometimes. Hmm. Hmm? Hmm. In the old times, like, I don't know, maybe they were in love with people. That was a weird <laughs> thing they tried in Gen 4. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah, I think when they translated it, because there's a book you can read in one of the libraries somewhere, and when they translated it, it was like, Pokemon used to sit at the same table as people, but like the original Japanese was like, people used to marry Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, this is why you can't turn your safe search off if you're gonna (laughs) Google a Pokemon. Yucko. Uh, Then there was one other Pokemon, and there might be more, but there's only one more that I can recall, and I don't know its name. It just looks like a big Bic lighter. Yeah, it's like if um, Gigalith and a a Bic lighter were fused together yeah like all the pokemon fusions going around yeah it's this it's this guy it's like dural duralogon or something oh yeah it's like sure. a duralog Dur-a-log. but a lighter yeah um it's also like the mecha godzilla to um tyranitar. tyranitar's godzilla yeah because they just live in the same place and fight each other which i like yeah and he's definitely just like a big robot yeah. But also just a big lighter with legs. Also, apparently it's got like two two of its abilities. It's only two abilities that I, I think that were mentioned. Maybe that it has. One is heavy metal, which makes it twice as heavy. Yeah. And one is light metal, which makes it twice as light. And it's 88 <laughs> pounds because it's a very light Pokemon. But it's big. It's like seven foot tall and 88 pounds. It's 88 pounds, but maybe it's 44 pounds. But maybe... It's a hundred and seventy six six pounds. <laughs> I think. I think that checks out. That's cool. That's new Pokemon. That's whatever. The coolest part to me is that there is a gym, and there might be more than one gym, but there's at least one gym that, depending on which version you get, it's got different gym leaders. Yeah. Like, completely different. That's neat. I do hope that. I could fight the other one later, though, in some kind of a battle facility or something. Yeah, the... I hope I'm not just locked out from battling Alistair. I think you might be. I think you. I think this is one of the selling points of the double pack, right? Is like... Oh, yeah, that's Five true. exclusive gym leaders, because as far as we know, Nessa and Milo might be the same way. That, yeah, they could be. Although, I, I think they would say that. Because they, it's not like a feature they were trying to hide. Because they announced it with this one, so I think if Milo and Nessa were the same way, they would they would have said that then. Okay, but still, I, 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 it maybe maybe it is that way. Maybe there are two entire different games that the gym leaders are different. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty neat. I'm definitely getting sword so I can fight Bea. Who uh, yeah, is Bea. I'm also I'm also getting sword uh, because I. I don't know. I'm over spooky ghost boys. So. He looks like shy guy. <laughs> He's got a shy guy mask, just straight up a shy He's guy a, mask on. It like shy guys are based on this like little rock thing in Japanese folklore. I don't know what it's called. There, it's a Totoro guy. You know those little guys in Totoro. Oh yeah. Um, it's the same. It, it come from the same source, and so does I assume this face. But to modern audiences in America, is that a shy guy? It's mask? a shy guy, or a gyroid. <laughs> A guy, yeah, or a gyroid, however you say it. I say Probably gyroid because they like gyrate because it like wiggles. Yeah, it's a little hippy hippy shake. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, there's one other big thing: Gigantamax. Yeah, which is like Dynamax, but cool. It's, it's Dynamax, like- <laughs> but Mega Evolution. Yeah, it's like a Mega Dynamax that only some Pokemon can do. This one. Yeah, not like so some. I- 
types, but like even like only certain specific Pokemon. Of, yeah. Exactly like Mega Evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's bigger than Dynamax. And also they change form. Yeah, Al Creamy goes from like a strawberries and cream shortcake cupcake treat to a big ass cake. Yep, just a big multi tiered cake. I think they showed um the turtle. Yeah, he turns into a Power Rangers villain. <laughs> he is straight up Shell Shock's little brother. Yeah. <laughs> what was the crow's name? Corvanite. Corvanite. He he also they showed uh Corvanite that it can also Gigantamax, but I didn't see a difference except for maybe it also had some little birds with it. Its feathers fly around it independently. Like some feathers will okay. fly around independently. And also it's like got neon highlights. Well, like, yeah. Like, and, <laughs> and little poops floating around and its head. Three little poops. Someone <laughs> said on Twitter that it's it's probably like those represent the amount of turns. So every turn a poop will get flushed and then oh, you yeah, have right. And then <laughs> and then you have one less turn. And then you get down to that last nugget that just won't flush. <laughs> That's Shawn Michaels. No, that's not Shawn Michaels. That's Shawn Michaels called Owen Hart. Oh, called Owen Hart. <laughs> Got there eventually. I think that's it. I think that's all the news there was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. So yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything else. I don't think so. That was all the main point. Everything else was just like gameplay footage. Oh, there's other. There's two other people. We even looked this up. Oh yeah, duh. Okay, like a minute ago before we. Well, in between segments. Yeah. So this Pokemon League is like. I guess the FIFA of Pokemon. <laughs> Their whole thing is that it's like a sporting event. And yeah. It's televised and it's huge. And someone thought of that maybe back in as far back as 2016, but like, you know, whatever. Because <laughs> every Pokemon League before this was just like four trainers and a champion. But this one has a champion, it's Leon, who I don't trust. Yeah. I think he's I um, he might be too dumb to not trust, but also finding if the theory that we have is correct, I will not trust him any longer either. <laughs> but he's not like he's not it. He's not like the Pokemon League because there's a chairman. Yeah, there's this a is chairman like, chairman Rose. Yeah, who looks like Leon's dad. Who's definitely Leon's dad. It's just Leon's face on an older man. With, like, a a Ricky Martin haircut. So he's the chairman of the Pokemon League and also the president of a large business conglomerate. So definitely the bad guy. Ooh, super duper the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, he, here's, here's the thing. I feel like this is, like, in mid-90s WWF when, like, before the Mr. McMahon character came about, when, like, they would call, they had the commissioner, but, like, when it got serious, they would call in Jack Tunney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's Jack Tunney. So you think someone else is really pulling the strings? I, I or do you I think he? You think he is kayfabe Jack Tunney? I think he, I think he is kayfabe Jack Tunney. Okay, I think I think like he is uh like Leon is the champion, but I feel like that's more of a champion in a traditional sense than in the Pokemon sense, where I guess you're the president now, right? <laughs> You have to take care of all the major problems. Because Pokemon World is a kratocracy and the strongest rules. <laughs> um, and he has a secretary whose name is 
Oleana, I think is how you would say that. It's what it looks like to me. Also, she's the secretary, but she's also the vice president, which is some old bullshit. <laughs> yeah. She also serves as vice president and is, in fact, largely in charge of the day-to-day running of the company. So what if Rose is actually just an idiot and Oleana's uh. the bad guy? <laughs> I kind of like that then because she's like, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll be your secretary and the vice president. And then yeah. she just pulls the strings because he's an idiot. Because she she looks like Stacey Keebler if Stacey Keebler was a Pokemon character. Mm-hmm. And she's got legs. She's also got that resting bitch face like a villain would have in a Pokemon game. Yes. Or like so. a lot of people have. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, in Pokemon games especially, I would like that. I think that's a lot better than her just being a secretary, but also the vice president. That is right. wild. She's probably going to end up just being an admin for Team Sprocket Stone or whatever. Team Team Crumpets, Crumpet, <laughs> Team, Team Cricket, Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't actually know who the bad guy team is. I think you and I are both gonna stop watching the trailers after this last one. I think so. I don't... So this might be the last update, unless... Yeah, it depends on what sneaks through from whatever the next one is, if I end up watching it or not. But I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna seek it out. Yeah, because you can have whatever you want muted, but if someone just posts a picture with, like, whoa, like, you can't... Yeah. (laughs) You know, that comes across. Oh, they also did officially show Yamper. Yes, uh, apparently Yamper cannot store electricity, so it has to hop around to to work it up, which is adorable. They're trying to make a meme, and it's kind of working. It's working a little bit. I still think his colors are ugly. I don't like the green. I, I just wish the either the green or the brown needs to change. Yeah. It's really weird, though, that they were like, here's Yamper. In an official capacity, we are showing him to you. But we're not talking about Impidimp, who no. definitely was in the demo at E3. Impidimp is an all-real monster that managed to sneak its way into Pokemon. We don't want to talk about it. Yeah. We didn't put it in there. Impidimp is a ghost. <laughs> it's missing no. It's just a missing no. Uh, I'm going to raise and love an Impidimp. Yep. Uh, I'm going to name him Durst, probably. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, though. Yeah, that, that should be everything. Yeah, that should be everything. Uh, let's head on over to Slateport. Welcome to Slateport City. The port where people and Pokemon cross paths with nature. That is too many words. (laughs) It's a lot. And I get like, they're trying to make Hoenn be like this symbiotic people nature region. Yeah, they don't need to keep saying it though. But it's like, this is just a port town. This is also like the, I I forget what it was. It was either the last one or the one before that where it was like, where people and nature are together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where people cross paths with nature in on land instead of by the ocean. Um, uh, let me see. It was like oh the uh, that the, was Oldale, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Rustboro is the city probing the integration of nature and science. And then Oldale is like it's green like nature and people are here. Uh, where, <laughs> pe- where people mingle with nature. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Hoenn. Get an editor. This is so wordy. You're wasting so much space. But here's the thing. Playing through the game right now, we just beat Brawly and Doofid. Doofid! Hop back on Briny's boat, 
and just sailed Brian, to Slateport. Brian, take me to Slateport, Ken. Slateport is where he brings us. I didn't mean to start with Slateport. I just had to get out of it. <laughs> uh, but to get there, he goes through three routes. <laughs> three water routes? Three water routes. Mm, well, he drops us off on he drops us off on the third one. But the two that he just sails through are routes 107 and 108. They're okay. the same route. It's just like one long stretch of water cut in the middle into 107 and 108 for no reason. That's really. dumb. Is there a gatehouse in between them? No. You just surf over and about at, when you cross the threshold, it tells you you're on route 108 now. That is some forest all middle winching and bullshit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Route 107 has five trainers. There's six in Emerald. They're from levels 25 to 28. Uh, they're 27 in the remakes. And in the remakes, also, there are two trainers underwater that you can dive and fight that are 38 to 41. Scoot uh, was doing a dive. I saw him playing. He was diving somewhere. I forgot to play for last month, so oops. Uh, <laughs> but Scoot was Scoot was diving, and I was like, you can go underwater? He's like, yeah, I would dive. And I was like, can you use fire Pokemon down there? Yes. He's like, yeah, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I know I give Digimon a lot of crap. Yeah, a lot. But also, Pokemon is stupid too. Pokemon is a little stupid because, like, um, if I was if I was 33, hanging out with a group of Pokemon fans, and I was trying to like play along with it, but didn't know anything about it, it would uh -huh. be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I get that, like, if you go under there, you wouldn't use a fire, because the only Pokemon that's going to be underwater is going to be water Pokemon, so you wouldn't use a fire Pokemon anyway. But, like, do your Pokemon have, like, a diving suit? Do they have oxygen masks? You don't even have an oxygen mask. You're just floating on the back of a whale lord underwater, holding your breath indefinitely like you're a Mario or something. That's too, that's, that's Pokemon. <laughs> you can't just do that. It's like in development, they were like, it's a video game. Yeah, that's fine. Ah, whatever. If Mario can do it, why not Brendan? <sighs> it is hat <laughs> that looks like hair. Oh, don't I don't want to talk about the hat. I hate that hat so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, Route 108 has four trainers. There's six in Emerald in the remakes. They're levels 24 to 27. So, I mean, you have to come back with Surf, so they're higher leveled than you probably are right now. Okay. Nothing fancy. Found by surfing, the hidden Pokemon here are Krabby, Frillish, Skrelp, and Clauncher. Clauncher. And underwater, because I don't think we've talked about a route we could dive in yet, unless the water route that led to Duford could. I don't remember. Um, but your diving Pokemon, the diving four, are Chinchow, Lantern, Clamperl, and Relicanth. So okay, that's how that's going to play. Relicanth, that's a Animal Crossing Pokemon. Uh, well, Coelacanth <laughs> is the Animal Crossing fish. Okay. Which is a real fish that looks very creepy. Yeah. Because it's like, it hasn't evolved since like... Prehistoric times. Thousands of years. Yeah. So it just looks kind of like a dinosaur a little bit. <laughs> Ocean's wild, man. Um, but we get dropped off on Route 109, which is just south of Slateport City. Okay. There's a small bit of ocean and there's four, I guess, sand... They're not really islands. They're like sand dunes sticking sand out. Sandbars? <laughs> Uh, and then on the north half of the route is just a beach with like a million umbrellas, and there's some trainers up there. There's four trainers, six in Emerald, on the beach, range from level 12 to 14. In the water, there are six trainers uh, from levels 23 to 27. Okay. On the northwest corner of the beach is a shack known as the Seashore Shack. 
Whoa. <laughs> which was very hard for me to get out. That's a, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> okay, in the originals, there are three trainers in there. In the remake, there are five trainers in there. Okay. Their levels range from 11 to 15. If you defeat all the trainers in the Seashore Shack, <laughs> then you are awarded with a six-pack of soda pop. Seashore, Seashores, down by the Sea Shack. Soda pop in the Seashore, seashore Shack. <laughs> soda pop in the Seashore Shack. The Seashore Shack. Sells cool. soda. Silly. <laughs> she sells soda pop in the Seashore Shack. That's so close. <laughs> Uh, hey, okay, everybody, if you want to just record a little video of you trying to say <laughs> that sentence and tweet it at us at PWT Podcast, that would be dope. All right, so the layout of Slateport is, I guess it's fine. It's a large city. It's surrounded by water on the three sides. There's a lighthouse in the southeast corner. Okay. There's a outdoor market on to the west uh, that covers the entire southwest area of the city. And east of that, there's like a couple buildings. And then the Pokemon Center and the Pokemart are in the middle of the northern part of town. And then there's some buildings to the left of that and, and uh, one big building or no, two buildings to the right of that. Okay. But why I don't think this is, classifies as a city is that almost every single building here is an attraction of some kind. And there's like two residential houses. Okay. One of them is the name Raider. So <laughs> is, the, is there a gym here? There's no gym here. But it's a city. But it's a city. Gosh. Dang it. All right, let's jump to the population. It's just weird that, like, there's no buildings here for people to live in. (laughs) The name Raider, I wouldn't even say that's residential. That is, like, an in-universe feature. Like, that's a... Like, that's that's a a guy that does He provides a service. Exactly. It's a public service. I think McDonald's is a resident just because a homeless guy lives out back. Like, that's not true. (laughs) So the original population is 76, making it the second largest city in Hoenn in Ruby and Sapphire. Okay. In Emerald, that gets chopped down to 60, and it bumps down Ooh. to the third largest. That's a big dip. I don't know what happened. I don't know that, where all those people go. They like, probably were like, I'm sick of living on the streets. I'm going to move to a place <laughs> with a house. I'm going to go to Petalburg, where there's a place to live. <laughs> in the remakes... It bumps up a little bit to 79, but because some other cities move around population-wise, it stays in third place for largest. Okay. Um, and that's Malville's fault. Malville. Well, I think that's where we're going next. That's the farthest I ever got, and I don't... I just remember how dumb remake Malville is. <laughs> it's really stupid. It's like, what if a Mega Mall was a city? Which is like... We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We got two, we'll see you in two weeks for that one. All right. So in Slateport City, which I think is more of just like a boardwalk, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like a pier kind of. Yeah. Like it's, it's on land. But there is a dock on the on the beach. And it's just like, you can't live here. It's just, it's just like so... a downtown. <laughs> <laughs> it's downtown for the next. It's, it's Malville's downtown. Right, right, because we don't have enough Malvilles already. Yeah, now we have downtown um, Malville. Also, you got thunder going on over there. I got an ice cream truck over here, so <laughs> this is a loud. This is just the the ambiance of Slateport. Ex- oh yeah, I ain't cutting <laughs> any of this now. This is just this is production value. You can't buy, baby. <laughs> so there's the Slateport Market, 
which is that whole southwest okay. corner. Uh, it's as old as the town. The clean water in the area made food abundant, uh, which spawned the local market, and then the city, I guess, built around it. The but this is on an ocean. Water? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know if seawater like grows a lot of food. Not, I mean, kelp. Maybe whatever route. I guess Route One Ten probably is what's north of this. Uh, maybe that has like a fresh river. Maybe. And that's where they grow all the berries that they then bring to the market. Okay, sure. The shops in the market, there is a doll shop where you can buy dolls for your secret bases, a TM shop, an incense shop, the vitamin shop. There's the secret power club. Oh, that sounds cool. Which after you get the TM for secret power, if you come back here, you can buy secret base decorations and traps and stuff. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, and then there's an herbal shop where you buy your herbal medicine that nobody uses because it tastes yucky and nobody wants to do that to their Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, no. Here, I, oh, yeah, you lost a little bit of HP. Here's some Dime Tap. It, That'll perk you right up. Does it say it tastes yucky to Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. It, if, um, the double-edged blade of the herbal medicine in the games is that it heals a little bit more, but it makes them – like it takes friendliness away. So it tastes bad and they don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to the vets in a bottle. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, north of that is the Pokemon fan club for this region. Okay. Uh, the members here tend to like cute, unevolved Pokemon, and they prefer contests over Pokemon battles. Ah, a bunch of wimps. <laughs> There's a woman here that will give you the Soothe Bell if you show her a Pokemon with high friendship, which I think is backwards. Because the Soothe Bell, like, raises friendship over time. Okay. So I feel like by showing her a Pokemon that already has, like, max friendship, I think that's the opposite of what you should do. Yeah, because it should be like, I, I'm not friends with this one yet. Can you help me out? Yeah, here's a Soothe Bell. <laughs> yeah. This is like, here, I'm friends with this Pokemon. Give me something so I can be friends with all my Pokemon. Also, I think I kind of... I don't understand the appeal of the move frustration, but I get that, like, they have the herbal medicine to try to, like, balance out. Because frustration is more powerful the more your Pokemon dislikes you. Mm. And so the herbal medicine is, like, a way to keep that down. But there's no item that's the opposite of the Soothe Bell. Right. And it would be, like, a spike collar, so I guess they don't really, like, want to do that. Yeah, (laughs) that might be bad. (laughs) But there could also, it could also just be, like, the... I don't know. What's like a bad sound? The fart bell or something. Yeah. <laughs> they just put it on and it's just like a fart machine and it's gross and they don't yeah. like it. Yeah, because like the other option is like a shock collar. Yeah. And you don't want that. <laughs> no. Uh, in Emerald version, there's a move tutor here that can teach a Pokemon swagger one time and that's it. So make sure you pick the right swaggy boy. Okay. Uh, and in the remakes, there is also a breeder in here that can trim Furfru for 500 Poké Dollars. Uh-huh. Oh, right, because this is Gen 6. This, was, this is when that was remade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm playing through uh, Ultra Sun slowly but surely Yeah. at the moment, and I'm using Furfru for the first time. And it's actually a very fun Pokémon. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Every five days, its hair grows back out, so you have to get it cut. And I've just been like trying all the different styles and shapes and colors yeah that's what they should add this gen new shapes and colors to furfru yeah give me like 12 more yeah <laughs> but also every pokemon also that let ne- me do that next to gen, everybody no new pokemon everyone gets customization options yeah i've said this before but 
That's what they need to stop making new Pokemon and start working on how to make your Pokemon uniquely yours. Yeah. That's the stuff that I want to see. Because, yeah. I mean, sure, Grookey and Sobble and Scorbunine, they're fine, but I wouldn't miss them if you didn't make them. That is true. So. <laughs> and if you make a place and there's no new Pokemon, just be like, we found the whole world. <laughs> make some new legendaries, because that's, you know, there's only one of those. It's like, that's fine. But yeah. like, you know, we didn't we don't need we don't need more Pokemon. We don't we're we're gonna have over nine hundred at the end of this gen, so So maybe they'll get to a thousand and call it good. So gen yeah. gen ten. No, this is gen eight, right? This is gen, eight. So gen nine, a thousand to call and, it good. And gen ten is just every Pokemon is different. Gen ten, back to Kanto, but now you can give your Growlithe pigtails. Oh, give it a little give it a mohawk and a and a little bandana around its neck and i'll buy six (laughs) copies yeah i mean they're on the right path with spinda who's a gen 3 pokemon who like every spinda has a different spot pattern like a real animal would yeah there's like infinity different versions yeah that's what every pokemon needs because no like if i have a german shepherd and you have a german shepherd they don't look the same no their patterns are different yeah, they look similar, sure. Yeah. But like like my my old dog Rango was a beagle, but he didn't he didn't have like the light um like the light brown whole head. He had like a brown like a black cowl and then like a little bit of his nose was brown, then it was white at the tip. And like whenever I see other beagles that like are that are like that, I'm like, "Oh, that's wild. I've never seen any other ones before <laughs> Rango like this." Yeah. So, yeah, Pokémon Customize options. You got the whole. You got the power of the switch behind you now. Come on, <laughs> use it. Don't just upscale a 3DS game and say it's fine. To be fair, the new one does look a lot better in the newer footage. And that's true. The newer the footage get, the better the game looks. Yeah, but still, I digress. <laughs> uh, just north of the fan club is the name raider. You know what he does. North yep. of him is different depending on what version of the game you're playing in in ruby and sapphire it's a contest hall okay for the hyper rank contest so you can't compete here until you've passed the super rank contests which are in another city somewhere okay i don't think i've hit any contests so far this so is you the, have... this is the first contest hall that you come across and you can't go into it and until you can't you do two more yeah you can't go into it until you go through two like normal rank and super rank and then there's hyper that... rank and i think there's like a master rank after that that's a lot of choices um in the remakes it's still a contest hall but that restriction you just compete in whatever rank you are okay at any contest hall across the region Okay. Uh, in the Emerald version, there's only one contest hall, and it's in <laughs> Lily Cove. This okay. is now a battle tent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is tr- which is to like, kind of like, it's like a preview of what the battle frontier is going to be in the post game. Okay. I, so this- I was about to ask: Is there more battle places, or is it literally just this one tent? <laughs> uh, this one has the rental battle rules. So you choose when you start. You choose three Pokemon from a random list of six. And they're all level thirty. Okay. Uh, and you'll battle your way through three trainers, and each time you defeat a trainer, you have the option to swap one of your Pokemon with one of theirs to fight the next one. Okay. 
that's that's neat i guess yeah and you get like i don't know you probably get battle points or something from winning yeah then you can spend those to get battle items yeah i don't you, know what you do with yeah, battle you, points you usually you can get uh some tms with it okay uh, and then there's some of like the the more specialized like hold items are usually locked behind battle points okay um so east of that so we're now in the northeast corner of the city is the shipyard no that's okay. not the shipyard that's the harbor this is the harbor mr Haber kid uh so this is where captain stern spends most of his time i don't know if anyone has told us to talk to him yet i don't know um but he's he'll be a recurring character throughout the story uh later in the game you will come back here and the the bad guy team will steal a submarine and you'll have to chase them Okay, that sounds dope. Uh, and then way later, I think I'll, probably in the post game, actually, you obtain, you find an item called the scanner somewhere, and if you bring that back here to him, he will offer to trade you either a deep sea tooth or a deep sea scale for it. Which those are the items that evolve clam pearl into Gorbis or Huntail. I'm sorry, Gorbis. That's that pink dolphin-looking one that you said you'd never seen before last time I talked I about it? I <laughs> feel like I've already forgotten about it. <laughs> Gorbis. Yeah. I'm do. I'm looking it up. Look, yeah, look it up. Because this is the second time we've gone through this. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, okay, alright, yes. Yeah. I remember this now. So Clam Pearl evolves into two different things. And the other one is that weird, like, ah, guy. That's the eel from Super Mario 64. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then if you go south from the harbor, there's a building that we'll come back to in a minute. And then south of that is the shipyard, uh, which is where the SS Title was constructed, which is the, a ferry that runs from here to Lily Cove that you can ride uh, later when you get the ticket. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, Captain Stern also says that they bring old ships here and sink them to make new habitats for Pokemon. Well, that's nice. Sometimes. I like that a lot. But how many old ships can you sink in the same spot? I mean, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> or maybe maybe they bring it to the shipyard and they drill a hole in it and then they just dra keep dragging it until it goes down. Yeah, and once and then it that's sinks, where they it... cut it loose and then boom, <laughs> new habitat. And then that's now where uh, Lanterns and Chinchow can live. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, Gorbis is. Gorbis, a real Pokemon. Looks just like a Pokemon. You know, I wasn't sure what Pokemon to spotlight in this episode, because there wasn't really, like, a spotlight Pokemon. Okay. And I should have picked Gorbis, so next should've time that happens to me, I'm going to. <laughs> should have gone Gorbis. Uh, but I didn't. We'll find out who that is in a little bit. I'm excited. Um, I know I mentioned the light tower, but it's not like a building you can go in. The so it's, not like, it's not like the Olivine? No, it's just like, it's almost like a statue just down in the corner. Oh, okay. And there might be like somebody down there that's like, what a lighthouse we got, huh? Yeah, all the <laughs> ships, they come, they love it. They see it from far away. They come here. Don't hit rocks because of the lighthouse. <laughs> uh, so then there's the last building here, and that is the Oceanic museum who love a museum in pokemon it costs 50 does this one bucks. tell you about the titanic when it sank <laughs> it cost 50 bucks to enter it's steep and it was built by captain stern to teach people about the ocean okay on the first floor there's seven exhibits um they're all about the ocean they include a whirlpool and waterfall experiment a buoyancy experiment something about fossilization 
Um, there are samples of beach sand and sedimentary rocks, and there's also some like fun ocean facts. Ocean? Real deep sometimes. <laughs> On the second floor, it might actually have like the, the lowest depth that they knew about at that time. Of the of the Marianas Trench, but Pokemon. But yeah, the... The, Mar- the Marini Trench. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second floor, it said has nine more exhibits, but the only ones that were... Uh, talked about were full models of the Hoenn region and of the SSN, which you would know from from Kanto. I do know the SSN. Or the SAN. That you... flying ship that gets ahead of steam and jumps the yeah. cycling road? Yeah. Yeah, the SSN. It goes under it. I think it goes over it. I think we talked about it this. Goes, it's not a one piece. It doesn't, it doesn't go to Cloud sure, City. I'm pretty sure the SSN bunny hops cycling road on its way out of Vermilion. <laughs> it's it's not Sky City or Cloud City. It's Sky Island. I Please nobody tweet me. Uh, I don't know if it bunny hops it or if it... 900s over it what if what if it what if it goes underwater <laughs> i mean that would make more sense but i think it's more fantastical if it bunny hops Is, so there's a big ramp in the water <laughs> yeah and it just hits it and well goes no all you, all you do is you you tilt the front of the boat up and then like when you ollie a skateboard you just pop it up then you push the front down and you go right okay yeah, yeah. yeah. makes perfect sense <laughs> when you first get here the villain team is inside they're like all over the place you have to defeat two members i'm assuming they're admins but they might just also be grunts um they're on the second floor after you beat those two the teams get driven off okay but they're just like we're gonna steal the ocean and we need to find out all about it (laughs) we're kidnapping the ocean (laughs) we're gonna put it in a big jar and you're never gonna see it again (laughs) unless you give us seven (laughs) hundred dollars Um, and the Pokemon are 14 to 16. I don't know if I, if I said that. I don't remember. Uh, but that's it for Slateport. There's one house, there's like one door you can enter that is unaccounted for, that it's probably just some people that are like, what, they're probably the ones that are like, that market's as old as the town. Yep. (laughs) Uh, and that's it. You should go to the lighthouse. (laughs) Just look at it. (laughs) Just look at it. Don't go in. There's a bench and an old couple, and it's probably really cute down there. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. 17 people that live in this one house. Uh, all right. Dope. Let's go do a spotlight then. All right. Who's that Pokemon? It's Wingle. Wingle's Pokemon number 278. It is the seagull Pokemon. Sure. That you couldn't guess that. What's a seagull? You might ask. Well, seagull. It's- is a wingle. <laughs> it's a wingle. And it's a wingle. Else. Tingle. Burgermeister Meister Burgers come and hide the toys. <laughs> it is a water flying type. So it's a height. I don't know if we've done any birds before. Its height is two feet, but I think that translates to wingspan. We've done birds before, and I think we decided that it has to be wingspan. Yeah. Because like we did we did like Spiro or something, and it was like ridiculous for a Spiro height. Yeah. Or maybe we did with the legendary birds. Oh, that we could were like, have been. That's got to be the, it's like eight feet long at the wing. <laughs> uh, it only weighs 20.9 pounds. That's a, it's those hollow bones. Uh, it evolves into Pelipper at level 25. Okay. Can get the abilities keen eye, which means its accuracy cannot be reduced. 
Uh, hydration cures any status ailments when it's raining, and its hidden ability is Rain Dish, which heals one sixteenth of its HP every turn in the rain. Okay. So he wants he wants it wet. Wingle wants it wet. Like, <laughs> Wingle wants it wet. He needs it wet <laughs> to get his health back in the rain. All right, let's talk Pokedex. Okay. Okay, it has trouble flapping its wings when flying, so it relies on riding updrafts and the ocean breeze, uh, giving it the appearance of soaring like a glider. It's got those thermals, riding those thermals. <laughs> it uses its sharp beak to capture prey, but it's also good for taking valuables and hiding them in any number of places. So if you're being mugged, you toss your Pokedex and your watch to Winglebeck. Go hide it, you know where. <laughs> <laughs> or it just steals those things from you while you're sleeping on the beach. I mean, that's and the uses other one. it to build a nest. Look, if you fell asleep with an open bag of chips next to your diamond watch, you deserve what you get. <laughs> um, they usually make their nests on steep ocean cliffs and hide extra food near it in the wintertime. Fishermen on the ocean keep their eyes out for them because if they are circling an area, it's almost certainly teeming with fish Pokemon. Um, ah. The Alola Dex also goes so far as to name its favorite food as being wishy-washy. Sure, obviously. Um, yeah, and at some point it said like it had hollow bones, but it's a bird, so of course it has hollow so, bones. Yeah, like, that, like, duh, <laughs> how else is it going to fly? Yeah. Magic? That's ridiculous. Visually, it is based on a seagull, obviously. Duh. Uh, but its way of flying by uh, riding drafts and breezes is closer to that of an albatross. Oh. Its name, again, co obvious one, combination of wing and gull. Hmm, couldn't have figured that out. Japanese name komome is a misspelling of the actual word uh, komome, meaning gull. Uh, it's spelled with a C instead of a K. Okay. Uh, that's Yeah, that's that. Uh, not a lot of trivia for it either. Uh, it's one of the 14 Pokemon you can get a foreign Pokedex entry for in Diamond and Pearl. Like a like in Japanese? Yeah, there's a guy. There's a guy in the Sinnoh region that's like, if you bring me a Pokemon from another part of the world, then I can give you a different language thing for it. Like some of them are German, some of them are Japanese, some of them are French. Okay. But it's like you have to have traded that Pokemon from that country to get it. It was like super. It's like, here's the thing. You lot. just can't read it now. <laughs> and also it has the same base stats as Taillow, but the attack and special attack are swapped. Okay. Is this a higher special? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, That's it. All right. Wingle wasn't as interesting as I thought. Sometimes it steals a watch, but that's that's about uh, it for Wingle. I mean, look, that's a classic uh, hotel whodunit, the Mary Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> whodunit, it was the bird. Spo oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, I can't believe the, you just ruined whodunit for me for and everybody hotel, else listening. <laughs> it was called Hotel Whodunit. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're right. And I read the, uh, the, I read the book and saw the movie. <laughs> movie it was like 40 minutes <laughs> uh what would you name one uh marin right but then i wouldn't evolve it into a pelifer because marin doesn't deserve to be a pelifer pelifer is pelifer is maybe the one i should have done instead of wingle maybe because i kind of want to know more about pelifer's deal pelifer is a stupid looking pokemon yeah it's like what if a pelican didn't have a body instead there's just little feeties at the back of its head <laughs> what if what if its big mouth neck had tootsies <laughs> a pelipper 
I don't hate how it looks. I just think it looks it's weird. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would name one Sea Breeze because that's what Griffin named his when he did his run through of X, and that, or he did a Nuzlocke run of X. Um, R.I.P. and peace, Sea Breeze. Spoilers again. Oh gosh, God, gosh, man. Um, really stepping in it today. <laughs> and also, Sea Breeze is a drink, so it works both ways. Is Sea Breeze a drink? Yeah, it's like a. I don't know what it is, but it's what Lauren always ordered on Angel. Is it like a knockoff ocean spray? <laughs> no, it's like a it's like a cocktail. Oh, okay. I feel like it's like a Cape Codder, but different. You could that sounds like a fake one. You could tell me anything. You never heard of Cape Codder? You could tell me anything is a cocktail, and I'd be like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Grand Gazebo. It's a cocktail. <laughs> What's a Cape Codder? Cape Codder's like a vodka cranberry. Oh, you just make it on the Cape. <laughs> I think it's just called a Cape Codder if you want to call it that. Uh, that's what Tony always called it, so that's what I started calling it. All right. Fuck Cranberry. <laughs> anyway, if you have any nicknames for Wingle, I almost said a minute ago, if you have any nicknames for Seabreeze, because that's what they are in my head. Uh, if you have any nicknames <laughs> for Wingle, you can send them into us. Use the hashtag PWTRate so we see them, and we're going to go rate your nicknames for Makuhita right now all right josh you're ready to read some names yeah hit them hit well right. hit me with them well Don't. you hit me with how we hit them with the with, po- with pokeballs we hit yes. them with either a pokeball premier ball great ball ultra ball or master ball that's a one through five respectively based on how good they are uh-huh. And we get one Master Ball per person per episode that we can use retroactively because it's our show and you can't stop us. Yep. And there ain't no cops here in Podcast Town. Not yet. Not on my watch. I did see a little, I saw a headline of an article that said Apple might like start funding exclusive podcasts to compete with other podcast to providers. Com- to compete with what? With Stitcher's exclusive podcast <laughs> that nobody listens to? Yep. Apple? Don't fall for it, you dummies. <laughs> Unless you want to pay me to make an exclusive podcast, in which case, please fall for it, you dummies. <laughs> anyway, first up is from Sizzle at Dark Data TRC. I have totally named him Punchu. Punchu. Punchu? Punchu. Because <laughs> he punched you. Because he's he going to punch you. <laughs> If you give him a lip, he gonna punch you. <laughs> it's like the Creeper's license plate from Jeepers Creepers. It was beating you. <laughs> <laughs> but it re- spoilers for Jeepers Creepers, because this is a spoilers-heavy episode, I guess. Gosh, we're just it, blowing everything out of the water here, It really here, huh? means be eating you. Because Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get them peepers? I got them from you when I ate them. I ate them, and now I have your peepers. <laughs> now I got your peepers. Mm, got them peepums gonna look at things now. <laughs> How did he find people to eat if he didn't have peepers before? Plot hole. He could smell them. Cinema sins. No, jeepers they, they, creepers. They describe that. He can smell people that have the parts he wants. Ah, well, how did he get that nose? That's that I can't when tell was, you. was it called, <laughs> was it called Jiffer's Snippers <laughs> beforehand? <laughs> 
That's the prequel they haven't made yet. God, hey, uh, someone hire me to write Jiffer Sniffers. Although Jiffer Sniffer 3 was straight to sci-fi, so I don't know if they're ever going to make another one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, punch you. I feel like a premiere ball on this one. I see see the theme. I see what we're going for. Mm -hmm. But it sounds too sneezy to me, so I think I'm also going to premiere ball it. Okay. Uh, Next is from Benny at Ben Active. It's in Japanese. So you have to hit translate tweet. And when you hit translate tweet, it says Chamber Wamba. <laughs> I, I saw this one when he sent it, I think. I think it's supposed to be Chumbawamba. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Chamber Wamba. Uh Chamber Chamber Wamba is <laughs> is good. I like Chamber Wamba a lot. Chamber Wamba with their <laughs> hit song. Tub tubbing, because that's how your that's how your dad says chumbawamba. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, it's cha- chamber wamba. They get knocked down, they stay there. <laughs> chamber wamba. They get knocked down, and it's kind of nice actually. He drinks a soda drink. He drinks a lemonade drink. <laughs> he drinks a water drink. He drinks a potion drink. I don't know if there's a fourth thing. You- tea. A, a tea, tea drink. He drinks a tea drink. He drinks a coffee drink. <laughs> drinks a juicy drink anyway chamber wamba chamber wamba i think i'm gonna great ball i think i'm gonna great ball chamber wamba next is from chase at colwood 12 uh for makuhita i would go with antonio a japanese wrestler who fought against muhammad ali or uh or name it after the sumo wrestler who was interviewed about his training and where i learned that the sleeping thing for makuhita is actually a reference to training oh I did not know that. Um, yeah, Antonio Inoki uh, fought, yeah. famously fought Muhammad Ali in, in a, a mixed rules match, which was terrible fight. Horrible. <laughs> he did a lot of weird laying down bratty kicks. Yep. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> was it supposed to be a fixed fight? I think it was supposed to be kayfabe. Uh, it's supposed to be worked, but Inoki famously a pissy boy um was like i'm not laying down for him because we're in japan and i'm the number one guy here right now so i'm not gonna take the l and then muhammad ali said well then i'm just gonna punch you for real (laughs) and then he went ah ha ha how will you punch me if i am on the ground kicking you so he actually did lay down for him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but on his terms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laying down because I want to and not because you've asked me to. <laughs> well, since uh since Chase did not actually name the sumo who was interviewed about his training, that name is not in here, only Antonio is. Okay. Um we're going to have to name it after Antonio, and Antonio Noki is not a sumo wrestler looking guy at all. No. No, he looks like a buff angry dad a buff bitter dad he he is there's a whole genre of old japanese wrestlers that are just like rough and tumble dads now yeah and like and he is the angriest of them all (laughs) Uh, my favorite is yuji nagata who straight up oh yeah he just looks like your grandpa who's gonna come (laughs) kick your ass it'll just like rip your arm or your leg off yeah he's great uh Antonio, I would by itself. I think I would have liked Inoki better. 
I think I would have liked Anoki better. Um, Antonio, I'll, I'll, I'll... a great ball. Premier ball. I'm a premier ball. All right, I'm, I'm gonna stick with a great ball. I feel like I'm being a little harsh this episode. That's all right. One of us has to be every episode. That's, it. <laughs> that's true. Uh, next from Shannon at Shannon Maynard. My Makuhita for my Power Rangers themed Oras run was Katie after Time Force Yellow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she's strong. And yellow. And yellow. <laughs> and I bet Makuhita could also give powerful hugs. Yeah. And also respects the rules of a locked door. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the kind of Pokemon that would do that. And maybe would worry about time travel ruining the future. But only once. <laughs> Just one time until they're told it might, but who, that we can't help that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Katie. Katie's cute. I will great ball Katie. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, and then she also says, my candy-themed run for Ultra Sun was Bazooka Joe after Bazooka Joe Bubblegum. Okay, now, Makuhita looks like a Bazooka Joe. Oh, sorry, just Bazooka. That's still, I like Bazooka a lot. I, like, I, I wish I, it was the full Bazooka Joe. Bazooka Joe would be good. I think I'm still going to Ultra Ball it. Is that, what, is that what Samoa Joe is going for with his name? Is it a play on Bazooka Joe? <laughs> um, no, his name is Joe Sanoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joe Samoa Joe Samoa Joe Sanoa. I'm gonna great ball bazooka. It would have been an ultra ball if it was the whole bazooka Joe. Okay, I feel like that one's on me. I'm still gonna ultra ball it. Next is from Portia at Dark Scantaria. Uh, current display name is Tepid Girl Summer. <laughs> I wish it was tepid. Oh boy, is it hotter than the devil's bee hole down here? <laughs> um, it's livable up here it's kind of nice <laughs> it's nice to be able to go outside <laughs> how about you shut up <laughs> i walked home in 103 degree heat yesterday Ugh. and i got in and it looked like i like only my face went swimming <laughs> my face and my shirt <laughs> and the rest of me was re- relatively normal uh but she says um elliot i want to see this because i love the name and i think the hashtag pwt rate Oh, sorry. This is her replying to someone else, to Elliot, uh, at Elliot B.K. Lang, so that we do see it because apparently he's got a good name. Good looking out. So, uh, (laughs) Portia, you saved it because now I see this because, yeah, it's just one rate. It's not an S. PWT rate. Uh, Elliot says, I would name my Makuhita Mochi for its doughy body and sweet face. Plus, it takes a lot of pounding to make mochi, and I feel like that's appropriate for this punchy boy. That's a good one. Mochi. I'm an Ultra Ball Mochi. Yeah, I'm an Ultra Ball Mochi, too. Also, Mochi, delicious. Never had it. It You can get it at Target. They got <laughs> strawberry and two other kinds. One's mango. Well, I gotta go two hours away to get to the nearest Target now. You're two so, hours from a Target for yeah. real? Is there a Walmart near you? There's two Walmarts within 20 <laughs> minutes of here. You're, now now you're in the woods again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's two Walmarts within 20 minutes of the house within probably 45 minutes of each other. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> uh, back in Ringe, there's the one in Ringe. And then the closest target is about 50 minutes away in Keene or 50 minutes away in Goddard. Yeah, I think, so, well, the, I don't know if there's one closer in Tennessee because we're like pretty close to that border, but the closest in Kentucky target is in Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Don't worry about going there ever again. Yeah. 
<laughs> Lucky. Uh, so next is from Tanner. We did rate mochi, right? I said ultra balls. Ultra balls, yep. Okay. Uh, next is from Tanner at Tanner underscore WJ. I always name my female Makuhita Rosie for the rings on her cheeks, uh, which inspires me to regularly hum ring around the Rosie when using her in battle. I like that. I also like that. That's and a really he also cute... says, uh, also, is plural Makuhita Makuhita or Makuhitas? All plural Pokemon is singular. <laughs> All of them? I think so. You've got a, you've got a Scorch of Charmander. Yeah. You don't have ten Charmanders. A, a Crest of Squirtle. A... Garden of Bulbasaur. <laughs> a shock of Pikachu. A misery of Spiro. Ooh, nice. I can't think of any other, like, clever ones right now. A honeypot of Teddy Ursa. That one's a little reachy. A, f- a forge of Arn. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I think Garden of Bulbasaur is my favorite one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, anyway, Rosie, I will great ball. Uh, yeah, same. I re- it's really it's a cute connection between trainer and Pokemon that it also has like a song attached yeah. to it. And also like uh, you, you just whistle it in a minor key if you want to be real threatening. Yeah. Like Farmer in the Dell. You wouldn't think it could be spooky, but it can be. <laughs> Any song could be spooky if you drop it into a minor. Yeah. Key. Minor key. Boom. <laughs> spooky. Minor key. But it's right there. We, Mr. Policeman, we gave you all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next from Sky at Sandwich Surplus, Makuhita would get the name Ben after Ben Grimm, the thing, another fighty boy who always gets back up. The thing from the Fantastic Four? The very same. Okay. There is uh, an I'm, issue. I'm vaguely familiar with the thing. There's an issue of Marvel 2-in-1 Annual, I think it's number seven, I own it, where Thing gets in a boxing match with a tough monster man. I don't remember who. And he keeps getting beat up, and the guy's about to celebrate. And he's like, and, and Thing pushes himself back up. And he's like, you didn't beat me. You never beat me. No one can beat me because I'm too dumb and too ugly to give up. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing in a nutshell. I like that. He's, like, you can't, he's made out of rocks. Yeah. 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 Or he has like rock skin and is very big. I don't know. Ex- I don't know exactly what the thing is. I just know I don't he know looks the like a rock exact boy. biology of the thing, but he's definitely got a lot of. He's covered in rocks. Yeah, at the very least. I I like that. I could see a Makuhita doing that. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna ultra ball uh, Ben. I will too. Ben is also just a good name. Yeah, this is my Makuhita Ben. Ben. <laughs> uh, next is from Big at Big Five Gs uh, Five. Uh, I would name Makuhita Dumplin', not after the food, but after everyone's favorite demon god of destruction. And then there is a DBZ-looking fool. Um, <laughs> you're not in the room with me, so I can't show you, and my mic and my webcam's a little far away. Yeah. So you'd have to do it a uh, Google for yourself for Dumplin'. For just just Google PWT rate and scroll down till you see a gray man in a pink and green outfit. Okay. I literally have no idea who this is, so he's not my favorite anything of anything. Oh no, here he is, Dumplin'. I don't like it. I think I actually hate it. I don't like it at all. The colors are offensive and hurting and hurting me in a physical way. I like the name 
dumpling for a makuhita. <laughs> I will great ball that by itself. I'm gonna great but ball- if it is in reference to this horror monster, yeah. that is a pokeball, my man. Yeah, I'm going to throw a rock at it if it's that thing. Yeah, to go. I don't want to catch you. Get out of here. <laughs> but I will. Great Ball Dumplin is just a name. Yeah. Uh, next is from Janine at Janine Juliet. Uh, depending on gender, gender, I'd name my Makuhita Gordita or Gordito, which is Spanish for little fat one, but affectionately. <laughs> um, I love it. I do like it. Gordita. Gordita has a better flow off of the tongue than Gordito. Gordito is a it 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 kind of tricks you at the end. Yeah. Um, but I still like them both. I do. I'm gonna ultra ball that. I think if I'm rating both them combos as a pair, I'm gonna I'm gonna great ball it. Okay. Uh, next is from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Uh, way back in my first Emerald run through, my Makuhita was Marty. Uh, no pun, no reference, just wanted an M name. Marty. I like it. The Makuhita. I'll great ball that. Yeah, I'll great ball that too. Uh, next from Jackie at Jackie Moreau. If I ever had a Makuhita, I would name it Mukbang. It just seems kind of fitting for its shape. I don't know what that is. I know what that sounds like, and that's not a Google search that I'm going to try. I'm going to brave a Google search of mukbang. <laughs> I'm just going to Google what is mukbang, M-U-K-B-A-N-G. And you're going to get a bunch of muck rule 34. <laughs> well, gosh, gosh darn, I hope not now, Josh. Here, let me just let me just do this. What if the whole point of this one is let's see if I can get them to Google mukbang? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it while I... Sorry, Siri, that's on me. That one's on me. <laughs> Hey Siri, what is a mukbang? A uh, mukbang or myokbang is a live online audiovisual broadcast in which a host eats a large amount of foods while interacting with their audience. Usually done through an internet webcast, uh, mukbang became popular in South Korea in 2010. Foods ranging from pizza to noodles are consumed in front of a camera for an internet audience. The only way. I would sit down and watch something like that is if it was a an honest-to-goodness, real-life Makuhita eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think, like, what would get me to go, yeah, let me watch you eat a lot of food. This is like a personal version of, this is like Twitch, Twitch streamed man versus food, right? <laughs> like, that's what it sounds yeah. like to me. Why do I, people want that? I don't know. Um, I have to Pokeball it, I think, because that weirds me out a little. <laughs> I also think that. Like, I watch Food Network, and I watch them, you know, like an Iron Chef, and they got to eat the food at the end. But, like... But that's not, like, the point. You're not watching Iron Chef because people are eating a lot of food at one yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not watching someone eat noodles and slurp up and get messy noodle juice all over the place <laughs> while they talk to me about whatever. No thank you. Mm-mm. If you're into that, God bless. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that is not for me and I do a pokeball to that name. <laughs> <laughs> uh next is from Luke at I am Bardicus. Agro, ah, dip, you found out my joke. <laughs> uh, for real, though, I'd name Makuhita Izzy uh, after Israel Boy Howdy. Uh, Kamaka Wa 
Mm, nope. Kamakawiwole. Wiole? Maybe? Boy, I hope I didn't just cuss in several languages. <laughs> um, the guy who did the best version of Over the Rainbow ever. I'm going to have to do a Google on this, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Because my favorite version of Over the Rainbow is the version in the Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer. Because <laughs> that yeah, trailer that... is my second favorite movie of the year. Third favorite. My favorite movie of the year has been Godzilla King of the Monsters. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good movie. Yeah, they go to Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I'm looking at this name, and man, that is just a lot of letters. Kamakawiwole. I think that's about right. It's not right, but it's a, it's in the ballpark of right. Yeah. It lives near right. Izzy. The Makuhita. I like Izzy. I do like Izzy. I also like the reference to, like, Over the Rainbow. Because it's like a pleasant song, and I feel like Makuhita would really get down on that song. Yeah, and then when he's listening, he's going to punch you over the rainbow. Over the rainbow. All right. Uh, <laughs> great ball. Yeah, same. Great ball. This is this is, is a pretty great name raider so far. <laughs> pretty great. More like name greater. Yes. Throw me in a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> Next from James at Son of Blaine, uh, naming mine Mawashi, the loincloth of a su- that a sumo wears. Their sumo panties have a name. It's Mawashi. Turns out, I didn't know that. Yeah, is that? Which when I when I think of a loincloth, I think of just like a piece of fabric that hangs down over your frankenbeans. Yeah, like a little flap to cover your downstairs mix up. But I'm assuming a Mawashi is more of the big diapy that a sumo wrestler wears, yeah, like the, the whole thong diapy. Yeah, it's the thong loincloth diapy. Okay. You tuck the loincloth back up under you. <laughs> and then tie it in a big bow in the back. Yeah, and then you got a Mawashi. I like the name Mawashi. Me too. I think it works pretty well for a Makuhita. Yeah. I think it's pretty great. Great. Great ball. <laughs> Next is from Asimov's Fangirl at Asimov underscore Fangirl. Uh, for Makuhita, I have some names. She's so got two ideas. First is Fat Cobra, based on one of the best martial artists in the Marvel Universe and creator of uh, of name techniques like Speeding Snake Kneecap Smash. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with Fat Cobra. Um, he's dope. He's from he started in the Matt Fraction Ed Brubaker Iron Fist run, which was really, really good. David Aja also uh, did the art for that. Um, not sure who did colors. I would guess Matt Wilson, but I'm not going to put my flag in that he's a big sumo wrestler with a bunch of tattoos on him oh yeah he's like his name's fat cobra he loves eating and getting busy (laughs) these are like the tattoos that hakushi had (laughs) yes but those were probably a chinese dinner menu they were yeah someone just like copied them out of a tattoo book probably it it was just lorem ipsum but in japanese (laughs) and vince mcmahon was like put that all over his body Oh, I'm I'm gonna have to do some research and see if anyone ever deciphered what those oh heavy gosh, air quote can, tattoos said. Can you? Yeah, they washed off at the end of every match. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I oh, the first autofill when you type in "fat" is "Fat Thor." Hey, that's rude. So thanks, Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Um, Fat Thor was great, 
what wasn't great was everybody making jokes about Fat Thor <laughs> because he was very depressed. <laughs> yeah. And also body shaming isn't a cool look. Marvel Universe. Fat Cobra. I will premiere ball. I'm thinking premiere ball too. I do I do like the aesthetics of this of this man. Can you imagine Makuhita with all the just bunch of symbols, just a bunch of uh, characters I, all over his I can. Chest? But I, great. I just don't think the name Fat Cobra works very well on a Pokemon. So I will also premiere ball it. What about Fat Arbok? <laughs> <laughs> that's a premiere ball and a half. <laughs> okay, good. That's, that's a nest uh, ball. <laughs> uh, her other uh, name is Toru in honor of the character from Jackie Chan Adventures. Uh, Toru, very big man. You ever watch Jackie Chan Adventures? Um, only a very little bit. How do I spell Toru? T O H R U. All right. Toru is awesome. Um, he starts out as a bad guy, and he was like the like of the main henchmen. He was like the final boss henchman. Uh, but then he defected to the good guy's side. Oh, nice. He's got uh, cool suspenders on. I love this dude. Yeah, it's it's like suspenders slash like a onesie under like a like a singlet like a under singlet. his pants. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's great. He's enormous. He's a cool guy. He learns magic. Nice, because he because he becomes Uncle's apprentice. He's great. I'm gonna ultra ball Toru. I'll great ball it. Uh, next is from uh Kabuki Warrior James at Dreamcard underscore twice. Uh. He says, Makuhita is Samoa Joe, especially after evolving into Hariyama with them palm strikes. Yeah, Samoa Joe does like to push someone into the corner a lot. He he does. <laughs> I... I like Samoa Joe. I'm but I'm fine But I like Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe from 2006. <laughs> 2005 to 2007 Samoa Joe is really the sweet spot. Yeah. Of Samoa Joe. And then when he came back to WWE and got called up to the main roster and like started Benjamin buttoning his way back to 2005 Samoa Joe before they were like, you're going to be jobber to the stars. <laughs> um, That was pretty good. But now he just loses. Yep. In instead of winning. Yeah. I don't know why. Because uh, they don't they don't like it when wrestlers win matches unless it's. Roman Brock Reigns Lesner. or Brock Lesnar. <laughs> womp womp. I'm going to premiere ball Samoa Joe. I can't believe... I'm so mad about Extreme Rules. We were maybe halfway through it, maybe a little more than halfway through it. Because we slowly... But you know how it ends. Yeah, we slowly watch pay-per-views, but I saw the spoilers for how it ends, and it's like... It started so good. That's what I heard. Because the, the old man tag team match was very good. Who, what was that? It was, that was Undertaker uh, and Roman versus the Shane. Graveyard Dogs. Yeah, versus what a dope Shane. name, Shane and Drew. What a dope team name. <laughs> it was pretty good. And then Cesaro and Aleister Black just like, oh, that looked a killer. They went to town. That was an awesome match. Can't and wait then, for them to do it seven more times in the next two months. They already did it on SmackDown again. I know. I saw. <laughs> um, and then Brock Lesnar won at the end of the night. I hate him. So, you know. Anyway, Premier Ball for Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Next is from Portia at Dark Scantaria. She says, uh, list, just listening to the spotlight, uh, I got to name my Makuhita Deku. 
Training very hard and always getting back up when defeated. That's my son in Pokemon form. That plus ultra jumped out. Deku is a good, he's, he's the main character of My Hero Academia. What was the end of that? The last thing? The last line? The plus ultra jumped out. What's that mean? Well, I don't know what I'm, I'm sure jumped out means just like came forth through him. Uh, but plus ultra is the slogan of UA. Oh, okay. the, high, the superhero high school that they go to. <laughs> Plus ultra, you got to go beyond. Oh, you only yeah. go to a hundred percent, not us. Hundred. We go to a, we go to three hundred percent. Oh man, not even a hundred ten. Deku does a million percent <laughs> smash once. He uses a million percent of his power to hit someone once. <laughs> the the best. How I'll tell you how with his heart and his fists <laughs> and by breaking his arms. That'll do it. I love him. I cried every. I cry every time I see that fight. Did that because per- if I use a hun- a million percent of my power, mm-hmm. which admittedly, comparatively to other human men my age, is not a lot of power. I think a million percent would turn someone into dust. <laughs> well, the the guy he was punching had a his quirk was that he his he could uh, augment his muscle fibers. And they would augment so much that they came out of his skin and wrapped around him. So he was just covered in muscles, literally. And he could keep getting stronger by just pushing more muscle fiber out. (laughs) And so Deku, who already has the strongest quirk ever, had to use a million percent of his power to punch him until he got knocked out. To save a little boy, and he did break both of his arms while he did it. He's lucky that's all he broke. Yeah, well, he he can only use about 8% of his power by the end of season 3. So at that, that's the beginning of season 3, so he could use about 5% of his power, but he used a million to punch a guy. <laughs> that's insane. It's the greatest show that there's ever been. I'm going to great ball the name. <laughs> I'm going to master ball it. I'm a sucker. <laughs> Only sometimes. It depends. Sometimes. Look, he's a good boy, and he always gets back up no matter what, even when his arms and his leg is broken, and he's uh, just his basically just a bunch of bone shards floating in meat sacks <laughs> oh. attached to his shoulders. And then he gets yelled at by the school nurse. Next is from Johan at Jaegermiss. <laughs> <laughs> Big mitts. Big mitts. Big mitts. I I love a big mitts. <laughs> Who doesn't love big mitts? Um, this is tough. I don't know if I want to call my shot or if I want to wait. How many are left? Several. Okay, I'm gonna ultra ball big mitts for now. Okay, but it's definitely in contention. <laughs> I think I will also ultra ball big mitts. Uh, next is from Cappy uh, at Pokefic Podcast. I would name a Makuhita Macarena because shortly after they put Gen 3 in Pokemon Go, I started to sing the Macarena, not the real words, mostly just gibberish, and would sing, Hey, Makuhita. <laughs> Every time I saw one, it made my wife laugh, and now I sing it often. Macarena the Makuhita. <laughs> That's a good one. Is very good. I'll, I'm going to Ultra Ball. I'm also going to Ultra Ball yeah. Macarena. Uh, next is from Cassidy at Mad Lobotanist. At this exact moment, as of uh let's see as of 12:36 p.m. June 30th 2019 at this exact moment 
I would name a Makuhita U-boat after a football player in the last Scooby-Doo movie I watched. <laughs> Uvinius Botango. <laughs> U-boat. U-boat. Has <laughs> a very different meaning for, for us, I think. Yeah, we use those at work. <laughs> They're kind of crappy. <laughs> but but I do like I do like U-boat named after a football man. Yeah. That's U-boat. That's U-boat. That's the fridge. <laughs> that's Gronk. And that's U-boat. <laughs> and that's all the football player. And Bo and Jackson. That's all, th- all three and Bo Jackson <laughs> and Bortles. <laughs> Oh no, my earbud fell out. <laughs> you, you chuckled too I hard. I lost left. <laughs> uh, great ball U-boat. Yeah, yeah, that feels right. I'll great ball it. All right, next from Stark at Stark Maximum. Uh, okay, before I talk about this name, uh, I need to tell you that in this house, we love and respect Makuhita. Uh, while I was streaming a randomizer for Fire Red, my boyfriend said, Makuhita's head looked like a trash bag, so I named him Trash Boy. <laughs> Affectionately. <laughs> of course. Trash Boy? I can't I think, spin that. I think if you if you make the bottom two spheres of a snowman right you follow me uh, <laughs> and then I'm you put you, i'm following you cameraman and then you put a trubbish on top of it it frosties to life as a makuhita <laughs> <laughs> uh well happy birthday trash boy <laughs> i think if it was trash bag i would like it a little more I don't know if trash bag is is as endearing. I know trash bag I know, just seems friendlier to me than trash boy. I know we're in the generation of people that call ourselves trash bags when we like something a lot. Sometimes. Um. <laughs> now you call them stands, which I feel like nobody actually knows where that term comes from, but it's very troubling. Yeah, don't don't do that. Do um, yourself a Google. <laughs> I th- I think I'm I can oh. I think I'm just gonna great ball trash boy. Am I gonna premiere ball trash boy? I feel like I want to premiere ball trash boy affectionately. I think yes, yeah, an affectionate premiere ball. I only <laughs> use premiere balls on the Pokemon I really like. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next is from Kaiser at Reziak Verdungert. I would name uh, Makuhita Bao because of this animated short. Um, have you seen Pixar's Bao? I don't think I have. It's a uh, it's about a woman who I I think her daughter moves out or her her child moves out and she gets like empty nest syndrome so she makes a little a bow is like a Chinese dumpling oh okay um, and she makes one and it comes to life and it's a baby I have not seen that but that sounds I also have not seen it but apparently it's on YouTube now and I definitely want to watch it and I'm pretty sure I will cry that sounds super adorable and also probably pretty sad <laughs> yeah um but bow its head is like a dumpling it is definitely. A dumpling slash trash bag. It is. It is. <laughs> yep. Both of those things. Yeah, uh, hang on. I'm just going to scroll forward here because I think I have a good trash bag name for him. It doesn't look like anybody picked it. Um, hefty. <laughs> you walked right past Hefty. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Great Ball for Bow. Okay. Um, yeah, I think so. I like that. I agree with that. Uh, next is from Lewis at Ball Sale LCA. Uh, I hear we're talking about my best boy, Makuhita. Uh, I've had one on my championship team in every game he's catchable. Uh, I choose you, Cho. 
uh, bonus uh, pandering, since it's short for Choji, the boy with the most heart and guts. Eat, sleep, fight, repeat. Is that another My Hero? No, that's a Naruto. Okay. <laughs> and he's a very good boy. He eats a lot. His powers that he can like expand, but in like he can turn into a giant ball or it can just like grow to be 60 feet tall or make his hand really big. Um, but he's like got self-esteem problems, but he's he's a very good boy. Um, I like that we're finding people that love Makuhita. Yes. Because it was when I was writing it up, I was like, I don't think this is anybody's favorite Pokemon. I don't think anyone's ever <laughs> talked about Makuhita before. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to Ultra Ball Cho. I am going to Great Ball Cho. I'm probably just going to call it Choji, but I would but it's Choji is long for Cho. It's not short. <laughs> it's not the other way around. Uh, next is from uh, Big Duck Four Twenty, cool <laughs> uh, at Geo Dursley. Uh, my Makuhita are always called either Dumpley or Champ because I don't want to make this little boy feel bad. Dumpley, Dumpley, like a little, like <laughs> like like a like a baby dumpling, <laughs> a Dumpley. Mm, I think I can. I think I can great ball Dumpley. I also great ball Dumpley. I also like champ. I think I'll ultra ball champ. Um, I, I like think, champ. I think I'm also going to great ball champ, but it's a it's a much firmer great ball than Dumpley. Okay. <laughs> uh, next is from King of Myths at King of Myths one. Uh, my drink themed name for Makuhita is Punch. Otherwise, I just call them Beanie because they look like a BB baby. <laughs> <laughs> like a BB baby. Like a BB baby. <laughs> I'm BB They're worth baby. a lot of money someday. <laughs> I'm BB baby. <laughs> Punch is a good drink name. If it Punch is very good. If it was not themed, I don't. I wouldn't like it. But since it's named after the drink, I like it a lot more. So I'm gonna Ultra Ball Punch. I think so too. I'm gonna Ultra Ball Punch, and then and Beanie. Beanie's cute. It's cute. I'll great ball that. Yeah, same. Name rest of the BB baby. <laughs> Uh, next is from Daoud, uh, who says Toru, but we already named, uh, rated that one. And then he says, dang it. I just saw someone else already came up with that. So I'll say Rhinox, uh, because he's a big, strong boy. Uh, I just want a hug. Oh, and, and, and Daoud is at Daofak. Uh, who Rhinox? Rhinox is the big rhino from Beast War. Okay. I don't know what Transformer he's supposed to be, but he's Rhinox in the Beast War. All right. I don't know how well that translates onto a Makuhita. I don't either. Because Makuhita is like, I I don't know. You can't just (laughs) name him after another big, strong thing that he doesn't resemble at all. Yeah, because like a Rhinox is like a Rhino and Rhinox, therefore, are like big, big, sharp, rough. Yeah. They're not soft and squishy uh, like, a, like a Makuhita. Yeah, he's a squishy trash bag. <laughs> he's a squishy trash boy. Um, I'm going to Pokeball Rhinox. I, I'm also going to Pokeball Rhinox. Uh, next is from Thou at Thou Stuff, uh, Thigh Guy, uh, because he's a short guy with big thighs. Do you mean thighs? <laughs> is it supposed to be thigh or thigh? Because you wrote thigh. But I'm not sure maybe now. Maybe it's supposed to be thigh, but it's trying to play off of shy guy. Oh, that's clever. 
Does Mago, let me look at a picture of Makuhita. Does he have thighs? I, I feel like he just has his big uh, Frosty the Snowman body and then some tootsies. He, he either has a Frosty the Snowman body or his whole body is thighs. <laughs> In which case, he would be a thigh guy. Hariyama has big thighs. Has and like he a, cannot lie. The bottom half of a Hariyama is just Yokozuna. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're not rating a Hariyama name. I don't see any thighs on this Makuhita. I don't either. He's got dumps like a truck, and then that goes right into Tootsies. <laughs> so he's got two little toesies. <laughs> I'm gonna prim- I'm gonna Pokeball thigh guy. Same. I am also going to do that. Uh, next is from Doug at DCS eight two zero zero nine. Uh, I name a Makuhita Bib because it looks like he's wearing one. Also, you know that hungry boy I'm missing no meals? <laughs> Bib's a good one. Bib is a good one. Mr. Bib. He's <laughs> <laughs> a listener of ours. <laughs> I don't know if he listens to this show or not. I don't know. What's up, What's up, Bibs, if you do? <laughs> um, um, Great Ball? Yeah. I feel about Great Ball about that. Uh, next is from Rep7 at Rep7. Beanbag to Makuhita. Beanbag. That's, hmm. I like beanbag. I also, I like great ball beanbag. Beanbag, you can't have another foot-long sub right now. You just had one. Oh, or chem's testing. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, beanbag, this, you, this is your third can of Sloppy Joe mix. <laughs> <laughs> you, will you let me put the meat in the next one, please? Some of us would like to have a Sloppy Joe beanbag. I know you're a growing boy, but some of us also <laughs> would like to have a sloppy joe, please. <laughs> I great ball bean bag. All right. Uh, next is from we're we're in we're in the home stretch here. Next is from Crash at Crash five two zero zero. Not the usual crash, a new discreet crash. I name Makuhita Chuck Liddell, fat and punchy. Uh, Chunk Liddell is that what you said? I did say Chuck, you but did. it is Chunk. <laughs> Um, Chunk Liddell Chunk after the Iceman the Iceman who was on the first season of Celebrity Big Brother he was also the first one voted out of the house <laughs> you know I don't blame anybody for that I feel like he was in a Scorpion King <laughs> oh I feel like we read his name when we went through the credits if he wasn't in a Scorpion King he was on like Smallville no cause the Scorpion King credits were either WWE Superstars uh, past their prime MMA fighters, or both. Uh-huh. Or both. <laughs> I think I'm going to premiere ball Chunk Liddell. Chunk Liddell is a little chunky of a name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will premiere ball it, too. All right. Uh, next is from Jonathan at Aqua Umbra 13. Uh, hmm. Makuhita seems to be a bit like Mac to me. A-, a bit like Little Mac to me. But only Mac is capitalized. So does that well, mean... This is r- Mac this is, is the a name. Little, it's not Lil Mac. It's a little version of Mac's dad. <laughs> little Mac's dad. Papa Mac. Papa Mac. <laughs> Big Mac. <laughs> Big Mac. <laughs> this is a little Big Mac. Um, little Little Mac. I don't. I like Mac. I'll great ball Mac. Um, I think I'm Premier Ball and Little Mac. Yeah, Little Mac. Um, so Makuhita is like an underdog. But it's not like scrappy like an underdog, like Lil Mac is. Yeah. 
It's like he's going to keep getting up. He's going to keep getting punched, but then he's going to punch you back, and he's going to be very good at it because he's got a lot of force behind it. But he's not like a scrappy little guy who's got to figure out your weakness, you know? Yeah. So little Mac, I think I'll premier ball, but regular Mac, I will great ball. <laughs> Medium Mac. <laughs> Medium Mac. Uh, next is from Peter at Super Sugar Bolt. I'd name Makuhita Bindle for the shape of its head. Surprised we didn't come across that earlier. Yeah, same. Bindle. Oh, Ultra Ball Bindle. It's a fun word to say. It is fun. I'm going to great ball Bindle. All right. Next is from Steven at SGamer82. Uh, the main one that comes to mind, Maku hit ya. Oh, Pokeball Maku hit ya. Pokeball. <laughs> uh, but then he also says, also, Civic, uh, given the sumo uh, theme Hariyama has, uh, and that Civic is a compact Honda, because it's super, there's famous sumo wrestlers named Honda. Oh, E-Honda from Street Fighter. E- yeah, but this is a Civic. Who's, it's like a little one. Who could use smash a car with your palm strikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I like Civic. I would love to see Makuhita go to town on a little Honda Civic. I would like him to punch a Civic. I don't know if I want him to be a Civic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I like Civic. I do like it more than uh, Mako hit ya. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to premiere ball it. I will premiere ball it too. Okay, we got two emails that are nicknames. First is from Dylan. Uh, I would name a Makuhita Chumbawamba because they get knocked down, but they get up again. Uh, we did not rate Chumbawamba. We no, rated we Chamber Wamba. <laughs> Chamber Wamba. <laughs> Chumba Wamba. Um, one or the other, I think, is better than the two. Either Chumba or Wamba? Yeah. What if you had um, Chumba Chumba and Chumba, or Ch- Wamba Wamba and Chumba Wamba? The, the Wamba, Wamba Brothers. Brothers. Well, then that is a master ball, but. Obviously. That's not what we were given. <laughs> You're right. Chumba Wumba, I'm gonna I'm gonna great ball Chumba Wumba I'm, on the face of it because it's a good thing to say. Yeah, I'm gonna great ball it. I feel like either of them alone would have been an ultra ball. And I know I'm yeah, doing and, a lot of well, I would have done this this episode, but I don't know why I'm doing that. But because you're in Kentucky, it's all that fresh Appalachian <laughs> air. I like Chumba Wumba. Uh, the album Tub Thumping is great, actually, and the song is killer. So yeah, great ball. Um, uh, then he goes on to say, uh, sorry, I don't have a, uh, Link's Awakening theme name for Josh to use, but at least you can, uh, rest knowing Brawly isn't a fashion disaster in Gen 3. Um, and then there is a, <laughs> uh, Link. So it, I guess originally he wasn't terrible. Originally he just, like, looked like a dude in baggy clothes. Uh, okay. The, and then the he's remake, like, I'm gonna be like, a surfer. In the remake, he's like, I wanna wear shoes that look like I have socks in my sandals. <laughs> I want pre-socked sandals. <laughs> Um, we also got a, a email with a nickname from Bungeon Master. Bunny Gin Master? I'm going to say Bungeon Master. This is a new person. Welcome. Uh, I'll get right to the point. If I had a Makuhita, I'd name them Balboa. That's not a bad one. Balboa, Balboa. works. It's not quite a boxer, but he is boxish. <laughs> He's got the big boxing mitts. He's got the big mitts. He's got big mitts. Big pits, big mitts. I think I'll great ball Balboa. I will ultra ball Balboa. Because it reminds me of Gecko Balboa. An inside joke between the two of us. He's an Australian kickboxer from Australia. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for the email. There's also one for Aaron, but it's too late. Now you missed the vote. We can't go back. I'm sorry. Um, and he says thanks for the podcasts. 
Um, they're an absolute treat to listen to, and they make driving for me fun because when I listen to podcasts. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, I really do appreciate that. But yeah. th- unfortunately, we can't write your name. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's flattery will get you nowhere in the nickname. We have very strict rules that we break all the time. <laughs> and that's it. That's the last name. That's and it. let's see. I'm Masterballin' Big Mitts. <laughs> all right. Uh, mine is Deku. I don't. I don't think it's particular. It's like entirely fitting, other than the keeps getting back up part. But it's my favorite one. That's all that matters. That's what we do here. Yeah, exactly. And that was not a whole hour, so we're whew, making good time on this one. We're still at like we an need hour to get out forty. Of here. It's an hour forty-seven. <laughs> I got to edit this, so we're gonna go wrap up. When we're gonna tell you where you can send your nicknames for Sea Breeze Wingle Wingle. <laughs> Right after this. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, we are at PWT Podcast, which is where you can send your nicknames for Sea Breeze. I'm just going to call it Sea Breeze now. Congratulations, Wingle. You're a Sea Breeze now. <laughs> and uh, we're also emailable at pwtpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> one of these days you'll get it <laughs> i don't think i if it hasn't happened yet it probably won't huh and we are on itunes stitcher and google play and a whole bunch of other pod things uh for now until apple gives us the exclusive money until until then we're only we're all apple all the time baby <laughs> so if you want to head over to any of those places and leave us a rating and review we would very much appreciate that uh, we are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh for as little as $1 a month to get some cool stuff in return. You get early episodes, you get some bonus episodes here and there. Uh, there's a new bonus episode of the Hey Jake and Josh podcast, which is just us shooting the breeze for 45 minutes about a whole slew of things. <laughs> shooting the sea breeze. Shooting the sea breeze. <laughs> I would never. No, maybe with a camera. Yes, <laughs> I would take a beautiful picture of it. But yeah, so if you want to go there and uh, support the show, we'd really appreciate it. Again, that's patreon.com slash Josh. Josh, where are we going next time? Next time, uh, Malville is the next city, but I think there's a stop between. So it's going to be Route 110, I think. And there's like a place on there that we're probably that's probably going to be next time. Okay, dope. I'm going to try to play the game before then so I can be caught up with it. I'm still, I mean, you're, you're even farther in that game than i am because i started playing <laughs> ultra sun again <laughs> <laughs> well i i mean look i'm gonna do this as long as i can as soon as it hits november the only pokemon game i'm gonna be playing is swish yeah so anyway uh we will see you next time for somewhere yeah and a route <laughs> that isn't melville <laughs> but until then smell, smell you later, later. Is that coming over? Yeah, I heard that one.